Updog, my man, Labatt Blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Updog fella, look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up. How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow, no playing, just go. Scotty Upshaw in the clear, and he scores! In front, scores! He laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're listening to Missing Curfew. The lads. Fella. My man. Merry Christmas to the boys here at Missing Curfew. Shout out to our boy PJ and you. The big guy. Look at this. All I got to say is... Wendell. Look at him. You want to talk about the game's changed, and thank God I didn't play against Wendell, because that would have been me on the bottom. But what a pick. Do we know who's on the bottom? Uh, it's the guy from, uh, what's that last name say? Brooke? It might say Brooke. B-R-O-O-K-E Brooke. It says broken after that. Yeah, I look at Wendell. Look at him just laying the boots to him. Signed. PJ got it for us at a Hall of Fame thing when he was there. But hey, Merry Christmas, bud. Where are we going to put that? Let's put I don't it know. in the studio. Hey, Max. We're live I'm here, but put it, by the way, in studio, we're just doing a little film here, right up there. I think you put it right where that, right where the DraftKings sweater is. Nah, for the moment, you can maybe just keep it right there. Yeah, nice work. But at, we got, I, my favorite player growing up, you know that, right? He was, uh, he's my favorite player. I gotta be honest, my old man was a, a Leafs fan, um, I used to watch Leafs games on this little like four inch by four inch fucking TV we used to have in our kitchen, like the Hockey Night in Canada games. And when Wendell was just the old jersey they wore the best, just him. I mean, he threw so fast. He didn't ask any questions. Oh, he just said, he didn't even ask. He as, just said, let's go. As Oscar Bertuzzo would say. Listen, if there's any- Throw first, ask questions later. Yeah, exactly. If there's any kid out there, you know, getting in the second half of the season, you're looking for a little pump me upper. Go to YouTube and Google Wendell Clark, all heart. Metallica, I mean, oh, I used to watch it before playoff games or a big Saturday night rivalry game against the Hawks or Oilers were coming in. Got me fired up. Really? All, Good for you. All heart, Wendell Clark. Um, What's going on with, you got a lot of, we got a lot of movement. Oh, you want to talk about my yeah, You got an Apple Watch, uh, an Aura Ring. Well, the Aura Ring, you know this. The Aura Ring, I've had this for like five years, and shout out to Aura. They were they were proud sponsors of ours to start the season off. I got this new, you, you know, you've been wearing an Apple Watch forever. Yeah. And I'm a little jealous that you're able to, you know, you, you, when you swim, uh, pickleball, golf, walk, you know, you know your steps. So I don't really get that, you know? No, I don't quite get that. So I got this at the Mark Wahlberg Golf Tournament the other week. 
That was a nice gift. gift. Wow, that's a big yeah. The painting was a gift. Todd. Todd, the paint was a gift. I'm uh, thinking with me. So I set it up last night. You know, I did all the buttons. I put some picks on there. You know, um, but I'm really testing out. It's been vibing on my my hand. But this one, more importantly, what's it say? Fish in the water, or what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just go to bed. Um, no, so this thing, it's it's a new company called Apollo, and it's all about vibrations. So they own all these patents on different vibrations that set your body, put them in the right spot. Uh, so shout out to my boy Dave Goto, one of the biggest legends of all time. Um, this thing, for like four ninety nine a month, you you fire this thing, and it just it starts to like when you wake up, it wakes you up to like this calming you know, energized before your coffee. And then like when I sat down here for our interview with our guests that we had, I, uh, I hit energy and it was just going like, it was nice. So it really sets like your day and the vibrations. Um, and I guess we're, you know, we're made of water and, and electricity and vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I'll quote me on that, but I think we are, uh, this thing is just, it's cool. So Apollo, I got it. I could have used that on some nights when I needed some energy in the master league. I could have just put that thing on my wrist and it could just like, wake up, Obi, wake up, yeah. Obi. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's no way that's your, your, your only aura ring you've ever had. There's no way. Oh no, I've oh. had, geez, man. This is the new one that when they first came out, they're clanky. Now this one you can really work out with. You could actually, you're not going to golf the whole time. Sometimes with it. it fits on your fucking hand. I got a big paw. I know. I couldn't get it on my sausage. Yeah. Ring. This is a 12. This is a 12 and they only go to like 13 or 13 and a half. So I got to. You know, mighty big paw there. So you got all kinds of things working for you. There. Yeah. You got all kinds. How many That's steps, why my hair is dead. How many steps you got uh, in the Apple Watch? tell that? Okay, hit your hit your home button. Yeah, this one? Yeah. Boom. Now go to that activity. Hit okay. That. Now scroll down. Okay. Oh, how many steps you got there? It says right here. Right here? 2,100 already. 2,600. 2,600. Is that good? You try to get ten thousand a day. You should get ten thousand a day just for the lack of that. You don't sit the fuck down. I know. I took the dog for a walk today. Yeah. Me and Beckham took did the dog. You have for... the, did you have that on when you went for the walk? No. Yeah. See, you got to get it on right away. Yeah. How do you do that? By the way, you'll get you'll get over ten thousand in your sleep. I would say, for me, a day that I go for a walk and play golf, I get like sixteen thousand steps. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say if you if you put that up to the time you wake up, if you can remember the time you shut her down, how much you move, I'm going to say you'll get fifteen thousand steps a day at yeah. least. I'll let you know by tomorrow. Yeah, keep that on. I'll be moving around dinner tonight with you, but yeah, if I can't wait. Speaking of who, speaking of a guy we should have tracked, he got his steps. Max, Maxie, how you doing, Max? Press pound if you're alive. We were worried about you on Sunday. That was hilarious. Up you, how you doing, bud? The hell is I'm hiding behind the sign today. I, I, I'm going to just tuck back low down, hang low down here. Was it, uh, was it like a fellow tour or like, like did you really get after or how to go? It was like a fellow tour. Yeah, I got after it. Um, Shout out to my boys getting married, Tommy Porter, been been boys since we were four years old. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be crew all time. About twenty to twenty five guys rolled through throughout the weekend, and uh, there was some like there was somebody up at all twenty four hours of the day, multiple people at all twenty four hours of the day. So with that big of a wow. crew, it was people just taking breaks to take naps, and there was never a time when like everybody just shut her down. So. What's the, are you allowed to tell like the, one of the craziest things that happened or no names, but like, you know, cause you got some single guys in there, but anyone just, you know, really fall off the fucking rails. Uh, anyone go missing or anything? Anyone go missing? Let's yeah. just say my reputation precedes me. Yeah. Well yeah. done, Max. Well yeah. done. No, I figured Max would lead the charge. For sure. I know, yeah. For sure. Fall asleep right on your doorstep. Cause like, listen, we, we, we've done a lot of fellow tours now. We're continuing to do them. Like our first fellow tour ever, you know. We brought Broadway in, God rest his soul, Broadway, we miss you. But Max came in. It was our first time on the on the road. Yeah. Getting to know each other. Yeah. And Max overshot the runway. I said, fuck, it could happen to anyone, kid. Yeah. 
You know, then we went on another feller tour. It kind of happened again. <laughs> then we went on another feller. I go, okay, so this is just how you do it, fella. Okay, as long as I know. As long as I know this is, yeah, this is your pace of play. Just so on, like, the second night, like, I'll, I'll start to look after you. Yeah, yeah, just so I know I got to keep my eye on you. Just, uh, <clears throat> you held up nice at Aspen. You had a good glow going uh, the, at the auction, though. You had a nice glow going, didn't you? Yeah, you know, that, that high altitude, the first night there, got a little excited, but uh, but we, we I kept it going. I was able to dig it up on Saturday and, and go chase up you around in a jet jet. Yeah, it jet. Yeah, must have one. been doing all right because uh, stone sober, I couldn't chase up around in a jet or chase up around. Period. But Max, yeah, glad you had a good time, buddy. Way to represent the company. Uh, shout out to our boy A Hall Hall Pass Media. Um, we came here on Thursday night last week before he took off for New York, which we'll touch on Uppies World. But uh, turned the studio. The, I, I'll tell you what, it was like the it was like the North Pole in here. You could have a fucking shaker back there. I don't even know if you're there. The planes are going over. Yeah. You could have a full-on missing curfew summer festival. Let's do it. Dirty Honey. Dirty Honey is our leader. Let's start yeah. off with four bands. So we build the stage. Oh, he Build the stage. Like, yeah. You mean like really? I septic. mean like let's have a shaker back down. You can't hear shit. Look, you've heard it here. He didn't even bring this up to me before we went on air, but this is yeah. a great idea. It just popped into my head. Well, I've been I've been kind of, since our business has started, I've been kind of eh, nudging you. I, I mean, think like, you just created a new word. Being like the business ship. The, was it a business ship? Yeah, like a mothership. Yeah, awesome. it's our business friendship. Ethics, friendship, or the, well, whatever it is, it's a business ship. It's it's <laughs> it's a business something. Professional partnership. Yeah, yeah professional partnership. I've been kind of nudging you about starting a missing curfew music festival. Yeah, I believe that you could do it. I believe that you could do it. Start off small. I could help you out as much as ways I could, but I really think you could do it. Like get the the curate the bands bands you, you could you're in charge cool. of uh, you know the extracurriculars that that yeah, I'll help, that out, I'll help yeah. out with anything you need to to, to okay. you know but I think we could do a missing curfew summer fest music fest whatever you want to call it and we could build into something where fuck who knows up dog you could be the next Coachella this <laughs> fucking Uppies world it's just Coachella now. I got enough on the plate I don't know if I build out these uh, <laughs> monumental worldwide festivals maybe when the kids get older eh. Yeah, so they can start kids get over, right? I'll ride their coattails yeah. at once. Shout out to Hall Pass, uh, Sammy, Sergio, Rod, uh, A-Hall killed it. But listen, I'll tell you one thing. The blue lights were flowing. Flowing. Big guy, PJ was drinking them. Everyone was drinking them. Uh, so, hey, in the holiday spirit, get the blue lights yeah. in you. By, by the way, what did you think of Beckham's outfit? Loved it. Right? Little sweater. Dude, little the cutest sweater. thing ever was back here. You t- you put it on a hockey thing and you just said hockey. Oh, he loves he, it. Yeah, yeah. He loves you, man. Yeah, he's the he man. He not want to get away from you very long. He's like... Oh. Yeah, I mean, would you? No, I mean, no, no. no like if you're, no, I mean, I mean, yeah. There's some days I want to get. I didn't mean that from you. Yeah, no, I mean, but in, picture in the household, you got mom, sister, dad. Who are you hanging out with? Dad. See, so no disrespect, mom. Love you. No, but that's that's just the way we are. We're a tight knit little yeah. duo right now. It's yeah. good. Yeah. No, it's cool. He looked great. Izzy was adorable. Um, it was a great party. So thanks to Hall Pass Media, and shout out to Todd Pickup, uh, Joe Moody. My boys at the Bay Club had an unbelievable bull parade on Friday night. Tom Riley was there. All the all the big Canadian guys, Tipton, Lane, Doherty, um, Jamie Held, all the boys were there. It was great. The boats were humming. Listen, five days of that shit. That's a lot down yeah. there. It's, it's, it's hectic down there in a good way, but five yeah. days they put on the stuff on. Yeah, our listeners, so, he, so it's drone the show. Newport Christmas Boat Parade, and our boy Pickup did a full drone show, right? Full drone, full drone, drone show. On. And, um, you know, these boats in Newport Beach, there's no lack of, of yachts here. And, you know, in, in, in the winter, there's actually a contest that goes around. It's, it, it, they give lights or they give awards to the best houses with lights, the best boats with lights. And it's kind of a thing. Like, I got Rookie of the Year one year. 
The best yeah. girl with the best headlights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You won rookie of the year, though. I won rookie of the year. I got a, it showed up, you know, Christina put me in because I really went all out Griswold style. I, I, I hung a, a Santa Claus on my chimney. I lifted it up there with my dad. It was pretty gnarly. Dangerous. It's three floors up. And, um, you know, they dropped off this like banner. So I was pretty proud of that. But, but some of these boats, they, there's literally, the electricity flowing from the water. Don't fall in. There's one. Yeah. yeah, I know. It, it's, you got to have your head on a swivel if you're driving out there, I'm sure. Like, like obviously, they're going, I think they're going counterclockwise. Right? They're going counterclockwise, I think that is. But still, like. Should have zigged when you yeah, zoomed zoom out there. You're just like, oh, hang on a second. Let me grab a drink. Like, yeah. uh, it's chaos. Yeah, yeah. I'd say get a driver for that night. Yeah, I'd say just go to the Bay Club, co- the cocktail, and watch it from the, the safe confines of the land from the land yeah but thanks to those boys uh it's a family feel at big canyon up dog and you can really feel it this time of the year uh around the holiday so thanks fellas all right i'm sure you're you're ready yeah. for this um to our listeners i mean you heard this ass. last week fantasy football playoffs first yeah. round semifinals actually coming up but first round obi mono mono yeah i i had a decent week i had a couple injuries jacobs by starting yeah. running back 130 points bro yeah i think if jacobs wouldn't have got hurt I mean, I I, put, I picked up their backup running back who got me 16 points, but the Raiders scored 63 points against the Chargers. You got to think if Jacobs was healthy that maybe he puts up a 30 spot for me. I, I don't know. Pittman got hurt. But listen, I said it here first. I, I was never going to beat you unless McCaffrey forgot how to play football. But um, listen, you, uh, you put out your... your, your, your um, my team? No, but you put out the uh, fantasy, what, what the lines are for you winning. You're like minus four hundred to win now, bro. Your your team is loaded. Think so? I got I, mean, uh, I got O'Reilly this week. Shaddy Sarkis traded you the MVP. I'm Shaddy. I know you're not listed because you're busy playing the NHL. But what in the fuck were you thinking? That trade is you you win Jim of the year, and now you're gonna win the you're gonna win it all unless somebody gets hurt. Yeah. Well, well, thank you because you know I, it, the conversation should be, you know, what magical trade? How did you get? How, how did you seek out? McCaffrey as the yeah. guy and offer I offered at the time listen I offered I first of all I had the first overall pick this year in the draft that never happens Flowers I always thought cheated with the draft lotto as he's our commissioner and you know fuck you Flowers I know you do and so uh, I you know, for some reason I get the first overall pick right Jefferson okay guy gets hurt he misses eight games my second pick Josh Allen my fourth pick Joe Burrow so I got two quarterbacks I remember getting chirped right away Shaddy's like hey Next up, pick Aaron Rodgers. chirped you and then ended up playing right in your hand. Right in my hand. Yeah. See? So, like, Shaddy, I love you, man. You're a glue guy. We'll send you a new glue guy t-shirts. Check them out at Sauce Hockey. But, yeah. Shaddy, like, I know you're busy trying to defend, you know, McDavid and Kucherov and all these guys, Ovi. Yeah, and, he's still doing it, by the way. Doing a hell of a job. But, yeah. like, you chirped up about drafting four quarterbacks and then you gave him the MVP for one of his backup quarterbacks. I mean, if, if I'm the owner of Shaddy's team, Shaddy might be getting fired. <laughs> He's on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat. He's on the He's missing on the hot, hot seat. Um, so I offered him either guy. He picks Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow just kicked Josh yeah. Allen's ass. Oh, it's great. Well, about you. And then I actually then throw a two dimer on jo- Joe Burrow to win the you know the Super Bowl. Then he gets hurt next week later. Unfortunately, that's Shaddy's. That's his season. Gonzo. Who knows? Joe Burrow could have been throwing up thirty a night now. But he wouldn't have got more points than McCaffrey was getting. You sure what I'm saying? Yeah, but I gave him Derrick Henry, so I think that was the. That was like his, like, I want, he said, you, I want your, one of your quarterbacks and Derrick Henry. Can you get Derrick Henry three years ago? Because that's a good trade. You got yeah. time machine over there or what? Yeah, yeah, listen. Hey, there's good trades and bad trades. I've yeah. been part of them. You, you, you one up them, but yeah. you got them. 
So, so, and then, you know, Pittman, by the way, I owe he was you going for game. 25. He was going for 25 points until that Steeler took his. I want to ask you this because Tom Brady came out on, on a post and said, this is all on the quarterback. You don't throw the ball into places where your receivers are going to, you know, make plays that are going to hurt them. I, I, to me, I'm like, like Tom Brady, are you that good? Well, yes, he is that good. Are you that good that you're never throwing a ball into this, into like a, a, a poor receiver's um, a position the guy's going to get nailed? Like, is I that mean, all on the quarterback? I, I think it has to do a little. But if you, if you went back and you watched the man of the arena when Tom Brady first came in, like some of yeah. these hits that he took, and yeah. I'm sure yeah. he got his receiver lit up a few times. Lit up. Sure. Now, now uh, the Steeler looks like he's dead in this picture. Dead. But the Steeler doesn't hit him really <laughs> high. He just hits him when he's when he's in full extension catching the ball. So this is what Tom says. Nobody likes seeing the players get hurt, but hard hits happen. QB should not be throwing the ball in areas where they are expected, their own teammates, for these type of hits. Coaches need to coach better. QBs need to recover. So this is parlaying into what he said probably a month ago. He said that there's been a lot of mediocre football being played. Yeah. And I would have to agree with him. I don't think – I think the game is I, – I don't know. So this pushes. To be. Touch pushes and fucking – Yeah. To turn, I mean – if Tom Brady thinks that, I'm going to agree with him. I'm going to agree with him. Yeah, that the quarterbacks just need to be better quarterbacks. Fuck, don't set yeah. the guy up in the middle. But remember remember when Antonio Brown got hit back in the day? Look that hit up, Max. When Antonio Brown got hit by the guys with Valdez Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 90 fucking. Antonio yeah. Brown has not been the same since that hit. As we all know, he's kind of. <laughs> yeah, he's just a little bit. Little loony. Um, Oppie, congratulations, Thanks, buddy. buddy. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll bring that. Why, why don't we bring that uh, to dinner tonight? Yeah, we could. Well, we just can, can we cork our own bottles at a. I'm not sure that's. I, well, anyway, no. But I'm drinking it with you is the, is what I'm saying. I'm down for that. Yeah. Let's talk some bets. Um, first of all, I took the Cowboys going into Buffalo for a couple reasons. One, I needed Jared Allen to have a bad game for my fantasy, uh, which he didn't really have a good game for his standards. Sixty-eight yards passing. Um, but I also thought the Cowboys would go in there and their offense would create turnovers. Credit to the Bills running the football. That James Cook had over 240 yards, I believe. Oh. I mean, he was just a beast. Good coaching by them. But the Cowboys, to me, like just when I think they're going to be, and Max said this a month and a half ago, they look like pussies again. And it wasn't even cold in Buffalo. Oh, it was actually a nice time of year for December. It was, And they just went out and shit the bed and laid down. Um, so they got beat up. They got beat up. They got beat up. And and they're kind of like, you talk about Miami Dolphins, you know, homers, play against good teams, get steamrolled. This is exactly that. Like, this is a, it, it's it, it's a do or die game for the Bills. But Dallas also has a chance to, like, make a statement going against the Niners and, like, who's going to have the perfect Fuck record, yeah. who's improving to be the better team. They got worked. I, but I had, I just want to touch, I, I obviously picked the Bills because of my, my quarterback, but I went on a perfect little afternoon that day. Thank God. I did the Bills, Niners, Rams. And I had the Rams too. And and mainly because I do have Stafford. I got Ayuk and I have McCaffrey and the Niners D and Bills. So I, I just, it was finally nice to go like a little three-bagger. Yeah, I had, a boy. I had the Rams. Uh, so I was a one-on-one. One. Another game's jumped out to me. Uh, and then, listen, I was him and hawing over the Monday nighter, and I just decided I'm not even going to watch because I'm watching hockey. But uh, did you take the birds? Yes, I took the birds. Yeah, and I bought a point, minus four. And they should have, like, just figure out the D. Like, come on. Are you worried about figure the Figure out the now? D, and then and then Kelsey with the tough call in the fourth on, you know, he, he gets a false start. During the tush push, he moves the ball up, like, half a yard. When he, and, and I read quotes today, like, that's kind of what he's always done. He goes down, he grabs the ball, but he but he 
puts it, up it there. like four inches ahead. Boom. There goes the yellow flag. Penalty. Penalty. Five yards back. Then they, they're forced oh, to they kick the field goal. Tell them. Well, you, you look at it. I've always said it too, actually. I watch him, and as soon as before the hut, he moves it, and then he huts it back. It's I'm no football player, but I would I would be looking over at the ref. Is this hey, what, is it, legal? What does it say? It's got a heart on here. He's got about four inches here. That's for after the game. That's Eat for those gummies. <laughs> um, football, I mean, listen, when you talk about the Cowboys, this time of year, I don't care. You, you got to go in there and play your guts out, and they didn't. So for me, that's reason for, for, for concern. Yeah. Uh, I started watching Hard Knocks because you were watching it uh, in season with Miami Dolphins. First of all, what a setup down there in Miami for these guys. Room looks sick. Sick. Yeah. And their head coach, Mike McDaniels, guy's a G. I think next year for Halloween, you go as him and Christina goes as a hot cheerleader. But this guy, good hair. Really he, wears, he wears the off-white sneakers. He pulls his, his track pants up. He's always got a sick watch on. And my favorite thing about him is he always wears shades on the sidelines. Rain. <laughs> son, he's got his shades on, and I respect that. Yeah, he's wearing, I love this. He's guy. wearing his kit's glasses on the yeah, side. I love this guy. Yeah, yeah. No, he's got a good look, good hair, great little. But well, you boy. touched on it earlier too. Like you can just tell in these meetings that he makes the guys feel like they're, you know, that he's one of them, and and vice versa, right? Oh, and we we talked about this too. But like, there's no reason there should be this huge separation gap in age between a coach and like your even youngest player or your oldest player. Like these coaches, like once you get a certain age, it's time to talk about the presidents of the USA. Like, it, let's bring in guys. Guys still know the game. I like a forty-five-year-old retired guy that was like a good player or a good teammate. They know how to. They know X's and O's. Like, why don't give them the 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 passage of the ship? You know, yeah. give them the baton to go lead these guys because you know what it's like when you play for someone younger. There's a little bit more respect. There's a little more more dynamic of how to get through the, the good times and the bad times, I, I think, personally. Yeah, and I would say if you're a young coach out, it doesn't matter if it's hockey or football or whatever. If you're a young coach out there and you're coaching right now, watch these hard knocks and watch how he communicates with his players, how he treats his players, how he makes the game fun, how he brings energy to the group and helps living in Miami and they're all making fucking millions of dollars. I get that, but that's what I took away from it. Yeah. I'm like, if I was a coach and I saw this, I would go in the next day and treat my players with a little bit more respect and maybe a little bit more fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because then the moments you have to be hard, they actually are like, you know, that they, they can handle it a little and, bit. And he did get hard because he gave him he gave him Saturday and Sunday off in the second episode. Oh, they, they played Black Friday. He said, boys, we're giving you Saturday and Sunday off. And then one guy from the team, which would have been me, was like, what about Monday, coach? <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, Monday. We still got, we haven't accomplished anything. We still got stuff to do here. You be in here, Blue's going Sunday night at uh, 14. 14 or whatever. Or 11, sorry. 11, yeah. That's exactly why he's asking. <laughs> hey, that's Even I wouldn't have done that. You get two days off, and they're like, ah, oh, throw in the Monday, eh, coach? We'll play on Sunday. <laughs> going to Bonnaroo, yeah, three-day. Um, yeah, so check it out. Up, I'm glad you got me into it. I'm enjoying that. Last but not least here in a little rundown, it was the PNC Championship in Orlando. Shout out to Bernhard Langer. This guy's got to be on Life Force. The guy's like 68 years old. He won it for the fifth time with his son who his son is like doing finance in New York, who doesn't even play golf anymore, but took a couple of days off and went to the range. They got it done. Tiger was there with Charlie. I just wanted to touch that Charlie didn't wear red on Sunday. That's maybe his saying, hey, dad, he had a nice Grayson purple little zip up and a purple. He was wearing Grayson. Grayson. Like that. With an Albany hat. Is that him saying, dad, I'm 14 now. I'm not wearing red. I, I want to I make my own identity here. Or what do you think? You know if they're in the hunt? They shot 61 the first day they didn't play great. Okay. They finished top. Yeah, they were top 10. Yeah, so so I would say 
Yeah, it has to do with something maybe in the past that they're trying to like say, okay, red didn't work the last three years. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going perp. Perk or purple? Purse. I'm going perp. Purple. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he looked good. He let the grace in. Guy's getting big, man. His up, his his swing speed is like 120. Charlie? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm... He's hitting it far. This kid's a beast. Can he outbomb me, you think? No, not yet. But he had He's this. This is what I wanted to touch on here real quick. He had a tweet out. So listen, the, the old apple doesn't fall far from the tree here. Let me just pull this up. And shout out to his daughter, Sam Woods. She looked you caddy. Yeah, but that's great. Like you get the you get playing with your son, your daughter's caddy, and I mean dad of the year. Charlie Woods. He said, Stop asking me about the PNC championship leaderboard. Told you all the only tournament I'm worried about right now is the fucking 2028 Masters. <laughs> he said that. He said that. Come on. Right here. Someone grabbed his phone and typed Ch- that in. Chuck there, Woods. Think. Chuck Woods, right here. I don't know if it's it's Charlie Woods. It's got a little. It's got to be. A, is that Zyre Golf? What? No, because that looks like it's that's fake. It's got to be fake, right? I, I just, love it. I think it's a great. You know what? It's got to be fake. It's just it's <laughs> the Instagram's called Drunk by the Turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got me. Oh, that's. I'm incredible. like this guy's a gangster. Yeah, yeah. For 2028 sure. Masters. That's on. hilarious. That's in four years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like you're playing John Rob in four years. I'm sorry, but you're not. So it'd be 18, yeah. Well, it, when did Tiger win? 18 or 19? I mean, but Tiger's one of one. Charlie has improved. He's got Tiger the same Woods. DNA. Yeah, I know. He's got no, the... it was a joke. I, I was like, oh, I got to talk to Albie about this kid's a gangster. That's, that's drunk incredible. by the turk. You motherfuckers. You got me. You got me. Uh, up dog, last thing here Tiger Woods um, could be done with Nike, bro. I, I never fathomed this. I saw him in the red. Uh, this weekend I saw him in his juicy Nike stuff in the Bahamas. Like, is this true? You think? Is he think he's done? Like, I I don't get why Nike would ever let this guy go. No, it's it's like Michael Jordan ending a, a lifelong career with with exactly. his shoe company. Uh, it's too bad, but I don't think. And Max, you might know, but I'm sure Tiger does he have any indoor? Does he have any like back end deals to selling like Nike golf? style or was it all just upfront money with tiger woods i don't know how that deal was structured. because mj's still making big time you know what what do you call that it's not an endorsement residuals oh i mean it's coming in you know with the cow pile yeah i mean i know he's got the the league with rory and like the amount of money he put into that and he's got to have something else no but i mean just him and nike golf i not the endorsements i mean i mean like you know, it, it does like ownership it, type stuff. Yeah, when he leaves Nike Golf, is there just going to be in, checks coming in forever and ever? In two thousand one, he'd be re-upped. That's a while ago, obviously. For a hundred five years, a hundred million. That was in two thousand one. Yeah. So, so if he moves on, what was this? Was the Grayson T-shirt maybe a sign of something to come? I don't know, Charlie. Maybe. There's no way Grayson's paying him hundred. For the twenty-seven year relationship between Tiger Woods and Nike be nearing an end, Tiger did little to dis- dismantle rumors. I just don't get why Nike would ever want to leave from him. Like, what? Maybe he goes to sauce hockey. <laughs> uh, Mr. He starts wearing a uh, backup the Brinks truck sauce hockey. Yeah, who, who knows? But uh, he still, I'll tell you what, point being, he still looks good in that Nike outfit, man. Yeah. I mean, listen, do you ever, do you remember the post? You can't think of him wearing anything else. No. Do you remember the post? Uh, it was years ago. It was, it was Patrick Reed in his red, red, red shirt and Tiger in his. It's like, what I actually look like on Sunday golf and what I think I look like. <laughs> Tiger and Patrick Reed. <laughs> Anyways, it was a great weekend. I thought of you, Uppy, these these, these guys being able to play and, and women at a consortium playing with their sons and daughters and having them caddy. Uh, good on the PGA Tour. It's a great event. It was fun to watch and uh, 
Can't wait for you to Is it just all back. golfers in their kids, or is there any other, like, maybe, you no, know, just get Patrick Mahomes bring his kid there and, and compete, even, you know? Not in this tournament. Okay. Yeah. PNC. Straight, straight PGA players, yeah. Ritz Carlton Golf Course, Rich. Stay at the Ritz. Smells too. rich. It's nice. Yeah. We'll be right back here, Mr. Curfew. Fella, we got to talk about Jagermeister. No chirping, no running its mouth. Let's just talk about the confidence on these guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella. But they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case, how the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great question. Ice cold, fella. At zero degrees Fahrenheit, to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it, my man. That's all they want to tell you. Damn, that's cold. Just remember to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume, imported by Mast Jagermeister US, White Plains, New York. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up his world. Party, Party time. time. Excellent. I like when you do that. Yeah, hey, I'm glad you're back from New York, by the way. Thanks. Tell me how it went. I was a little worried. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, Listen, shoulder. it was an early one. I left early Friday. I got in at 3.30. Um, I went and walked around, bought a bought a nice sweater from James Purse just to have. Hey, oh, look at you. you. Know, I wasn't really ready to rock and roll for, for you know Christmas time there. But just shout out to my girl. It was her birthday weekend. Christina, I love you to death. Uh, you got amazing friends there in New York. I understand why you miss it so much. Um we had a little private dinner at Catch Catch Steak. Great dinner. Bunch of people were there, hors d'oeuvres. Shout out to O'Malley and his girl, Gabby. Great girl. Um, you know, a lot, just just a great group there. And then we went to this like I like it, I could say it was a gay bar. It was it was <laughs> it was full full on like nice lighting, great eighties tunes. DJ just absolutely shredded it. Um, it was called Joy Face. I- fucking think you're gonna say joy face i didn't know what was coming like ah, i could say it's gay bar yeah yeah no but it was incredible we we went in there perfect room it was probably like 60 70 people in there we had a whole table to ourselves um the night didn't end up perfect we a little out of our uh, out of our rockers and then we uh Uh, that's what you're supposed to do and then you know saturday good brunch day uh cipriani's i mean we just we took in the new york life you know like it was and then ended up at due west with a couple of the boys Sunday football due west? Yeah. Did oh, Jay Jay Liddell, shout out to Jay. He stopped over. My our boy Andrew from Good Life. Um and Char you know Charlie. Charlie's a good man. He's great guy. He's our man. Thanks for the mirrors. We're gonna get those hooked up. Hey Charlie, appreciate that. Um but anyways, a great weekend, three day. And then I'll tell you what, my flight home was a six thirty PM six thirty AM departure from Newark. I woke up at Joffrey Lupel's at five thirty five. So I have less than an hour to get to the plane. I order my Uber. I'm in the thing in five minutes. By yourself? Yes. Oh. 5.40, I leave. I get to there at, I get there at 6.10. I have 10 minutes to get through the gate, through security, and run down all the way to the end of Newark Airport. Made my flight. I had a first class right to Orange County, so thank God, because my day would have been ruined. Oh, that would have been awful. But I made it, and here I am. Up is world. Party time. <laughs> New York City. Woo! Woo! Sounds expensive, bro. All those places, oh, you, hey, all the places you just named by the way there, it's all fucking pricey stuff, Max. Pricey. Yeah, I, I took care. Oh, I took oh, care oh. of uh, Joy. I, yeah, I took care of my girl's birthday, you know. But but the flights use some points. 
Use the points. Not a boy. Use Get the, the points. points. Shout out. Oh, Loophole, thank you. We stayed at Loophole's place. Ah, he's not listening to the pod. You don't no, know he's can't. Right? He's at home doing God knows what. <laughs> and we'll see Loops tonight. And we'll see Loops tonight. But uh, I'll be happy. Glad you had a great time. Happy birthday to your beautiful girl. Listen, my former teammate, Bobby Lou. This is one thing I can guarantee I'm never going to get. The Canucks Ring of Honor. Well-deserved Bobby Lou. Um, first in the Canucks in career wins the 252. Shutouts 38, second in goals against 2.36, and second in save percentage at 919. Um, well, it wins a gold medal there too for Canada, right? In his home, to, like that's just that's yeah. icing on the cake. I'll tell you what, playing in front of Lou was just just a treat, and notoriously a slow starter. But come November, man, oh, I two years there, you just knew. Yeah. My second year there, I knew it was coming, and and the way the consistency, man. And I watch these goalies now, and I feel sorry for them because these guys go to the front of the net. They camp in front. They do whatever they want. No one touches them. Lou, Lou always used to yell at you. It was used to scare me. Move, move, move. I'm like, holy fuck, Lou. I'm trying to move him here. Uh, but the consistency that he played with, man, um, I probably took for granted when I was in Vancouver, but he was so good, well-deserved. I love him. He's looking good. And the one thing I wanted to touch on, Uppy, and we, we touched on this you know, a month and a half ago at Mr. Curfew, the buzz is back in the city. And for Lou to say, A, the fans deserve it, which they do, because the fans up there are great, and B, that's the way it's supposed to be, he's so right. When that city is, and when you're winning and, and you your your team is good, there's nothing better. No. The city right. goes, uh, you're an icon, you're a legend. If you're a single guy, it's extremely easy to get laid. It's it's, it's great. It's a great city. Um, I'm happy for them, and I'm with him. He said at the end of his speech, he said, free the skate jersey, which is the black and gold one. It's time to bring those babies back full on. They're my favorite jerseys. Clint Hughes looks insane in it, by the way. Yeah. It's I mean, a great jersey. Pavel, Linden, Klain. Yeah, Lou, Lou, congrats, buddy. That's a huge, uh, huge honor. Well done. He looked good. His hair was nice and slicked back. Slicked back. He's going to be a GM someday, right? Yeah, well, he's assistant GM now for yeah. it, but yeah. He's going to be a GM. He will. Maybe, yeah. you know, when Rutherford's done there, he steps right in. He was a beast, man. He was a beast. So, good autumn. I'd like to know what he did after. I wonder if he went out after a few or if he took it easy or... I, I, I got one funny story at Lou. Yeah. When, sure. At the end of the year in Florida, uh, we got a last-minute text message from a guy on our team, I won't say who, that um, that all the wives are coming out to the year-end party in Miami. And then Lou stepped onto the onto the microphone there on the group text and said, what? <laughs> oh, excuse me? Pardon? Uh, this is supposed to be our year-end little bash? Uh, no wives. I, and I agree. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so, that, you know, it kind of rubbed him the wrong way. But. You know what else rubbed him the wrong way was when we were in Montreal. And listen, Bobby Lou didn't go out at all during the season. Never at home, never on the road. He led the league in room service, which yeah, I respected. He knew his game. He knew yep. his body. Montreal, the updog. And my, yeah, <laughs> we get curfew and Uppy's on the team text. Thanks a lot, Uppy. I was finally going to go out tonight, but now I can't. <laughs> I'm like, Lou, you can go out if you want. I'm sure Gerard Gallant will let you go out. But. Yeah, no, see, his text was, oh, whoever went out last night, thanks. You know, this is the only night. And then I'm like, I basically go, sorry, Lou, but but there's more backstory to this than, than what you believe. Like, I wasn't out that late. Jeez. Yeah, and we won the game. Let's not forget we won the game. That's how you win. Win or lose, hit the booze. Uh, Louis, congratulations, Vancouver. Good on you guys. Uh, DraftKings, you want to call them bets? You want to call them bad beats? I'm going to call this one a DraftKings bad beat. Listen, the Detroit Red Wings, they went out and got Patty Kane. He looks phenomenal in the uniform. He had a one of the sickest back to his passes oh. to break it last night. But you got the you got the um, you got the Anaheim Ducks coming in. But first of all, the Red Wings are minus two thirty. So right then it's it's a big line. But I figured 
Ducks coming in back-to-back game playing the Devils at the end of a nine-day road trip. It's almost Christmas. You got to think these Ducks got one foot already back in Southern California, right? You would think. What do the Red Wings do? Fucking come out and get down 4 nothing. They fought back to make it 4-3. The Ducks had 10 penalties in the third period. My point being up is when I watch this as an ex-player, those are the games you have to win to get in the playoffs. And for the Detroit Red Wings, shame on you to let that one slip away and come out that flat in front of great fans. We were, we were at Little Caesars Arena for opening night. That building's awesome. The, the, the fans are great. But Uppy, that's a red flag for me, the Detroit Red Wings. It cost me some Sazich, but that's a game you have to win if you're a playoff team. You have to win that hockey game. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it was Dylan Larkin's first game back after a, s- a scary situation. But anytime you get down, I don't care if you're playing the New York Rangers, you get down 4 nothing. you're just not ready to play the game. You're not ready. And you can't. This time of year, you know, being in the position they're in, fighting for a spot at home, you just can't. This is when, like, this is when you know, like, people are showing up to the building, spending that Christmas money to, to watch you guys play. You got to step up and have a little. It should have been 4 nothing Red Wings. Yeah, nine game, like a nine-day roadie. Yes, this is where you step on it. Step on them. Exactly. And the night before they played, the Devils cost me money. I took the Devils. The Ducks have cost me some cheddar. But Gibson stood on his head. They hung in the game. They found a way to win. If I'm in that Red Wings dressing room, me and you, Ops, I'm like, Uppy, let's go. But boys, let's jump on these guys right away. Like, don't even hesitate. Let's get the first two and make it 4 nothing. And, and then the Ducks would have just, I mean, they yeah. probably they got some character. But, right, they would have already been on the plane. Like, to me, if I'm the coaching staff, I'm not going to tell Stevie Y what to do. But, like, if I'm in that dressing room, I guess, as the next player, the next day I'm like, boys, that's not fucking good enough. Like, let's go. Yeah. Right? Like, who's the lead? Like, I love Larks, but who else is in that dressing room? Like, I guess up you what I'm saying is, are they still a little young? Are they still a young team? Can they use that excuse? Yeah, but I mean, you look at their back end, they they, they still have some guys that you got to lean on. They do. Um, you know, but then you look at the Vegas line, what was it, minus 230? Minus 230. Yeah, it, it, these lines, like, yeah, that that's that's tricky to take, right? But you got to, Vegas, you know, they, they know they know something. They, I bet, and listen, I, I'm not saying I'm killing in hockey because I'm not, I'm on the cold streak now. I bet hockey as if I'm a player, as an ex-player. Yeah. I put myself in both teams' dressing rooms. I put myself in that Detroit Red Wings dressing room that we're supposed to make the playoffs. We got the, one of the last place teams in Western Conference at the end of a nine-day road trip a week before Christmas, and we give up four quick ones, three in the first and one at the start of the second. That pisses me off more. You give up three in the first, yeah. then you come out the start of the second, give up another one. Yeah, Like, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. It costs no, me money, so I'm pissed. You do know. But, boys... And that, be proud to wear that crest, man. They got great fans there. So, anyways, back at it tonight. Back at it tonight. <laughs> uh, Missing curfew. Ooh, ooh. Dog of the week duck, here. Duck, dog of the week. One of your former teammates, uh, Jacob Marstrom, played last night against the Calgary Flames. Hadn't played in seventh. Florida fucking threw the kitchen sink at him for the first two periods. Marky was unbelievable. Uh, so, for that, Marky, ooh, ooh. dog of the week, ups. Yeah, good for him to be back. He's... Uh, He's the man. He's the man. Look good in there, man. I know. He looked big. Listen, Calgary's Calgary's playing good. The one kid that Fred Russian kids on a five five game goal streak. Kadri's playing good. Kadri's playing good. We got to get Hubie on that on the board again. Oh, poor Hubie, man. He's 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 trying. He's trying so hard, and they got him playing with Backlund, who probably plays at the same pace as him. Got to shoot the puck more up. See, I, easy for me to say with 13 career goals from my couch in fucking Orange County, but I, I think if he can shoot the puck more, yeah, you tell me it might open up more space for him. Wouldn't it? He's if he shoots the puck, he's got it. He's got a deceptive shot. 
because you're always he's always open to the middle of the ice to pass. Now I don't think it's a shot so much as it's like just the game being really fast. And when when you're struggling and you're playing like you know a step behind, which kind of looks like he is, and you're playing in Calgary, a place he probably doesn't want to be. <laughs> it's just it's tricky, man. Let's just you, you're saying you look at these betting from a player standpoint. I look at being in a really tough spot for a player. Like I know he's going to be I right. I Calgary much. Uh, like, uh, I know died. that's how I look at it. I don't look at it like he should shoot more. I look at it as like he needs to be in Los Olas, you know, or or no, life. Yeah. Life was better back then. Like the pressure was lower. The you know the cars were nicer. His life his life's got to be okay when it, on those every two weeks. So when that paycheck comes, he's making what ten and a half. I mean, yeah, is it three hundred grand a week? That's sure fifty grand. I know. I, I know. It actually. It right? makes me want to puke that. It's more than that. I, I know. It makes me want to puke, though, that he's opening up those checks. But it's better to open up a check knowing you got two and two the night before. Fuck you know no, I'm not saying that. I, I know. I'm just, it, I'm just not, saying when you see that 400 grand, it, it, it makes that minus two sting a little bit less is all I'm saying. Yeah, and it's better. There's two clubs in the NHL, okay, to be in. Yeah. There's the overpaid one and the underpaid. Let's be honest. It's a lot nicer waking up in the morning being the overpaid club. I, I agree, and I would say this about the Flames fans: I think they've handled it with pure class, and I think that's because they know how much it's it's hurting Hubie. I know like, he's, he's trying, trying, man, he's trying, and that's all you can ask. So, uh, Markstrom, maybe we'll give him a little bump here. You gave him a curfew bump there. I know, but maybe it, here's another one. Just the team's going, so that's it, it's Christmas time too. Cause maybe well. maybe Santa's going to bring him a couple goals. Yeah, he should just get drunk over the holidays too. That always <laughs> seems always seems like we play better, but. Speaking of getting drunk up, dog, get this guy a beer. We're going to hand him out here. Listen, Matty Nyes, watch him play on Saturday night. Gordy Al Hattrick, first guy. Shame on the Leafs here oh for this. God, windbag. First guy since the windbag, Daniel Winnick. <laughs> oh, windbag. You'll hear him before you see him. Uh, just joking, Winnie, love you. But Matty Nyes, Gordy Al Hattrick, scored a great goal, came out, stuck up for his teammate, and then they had the apple to finish off. Listen, I like this kid. I like this kid, American-born player, good size, takes good it to the net, starting to realize that he's bigger than some guys out there and playing a little bit harder. And then I also wanted to give some love to Max Domi. A goal, two assists, played unbelievable. Uh, his, his dad, Ty, was in the building. That's the Max Domi that I was talking about that should be playing with Marner and Matthews. Electric, jumping in, making plays, stopping on a dime, dishing the guys. Uh, so Max Domi, get yourself a beer. Uh, it was good to see his old man there. We're always pulling for Max up, dog. Awesome, man. Congrats. Um, oh, and who was having more fun than Ty Domi last week in Vegas at the new Fountain Blue Hotel? Yeah. There was a lot of people sitting around that crafts table. I was big league count. One, one being Mr. Uh, Ty Domi himself, so shout out. Man, those drinks must have tasted good around that table. We got to get out there and check that Fountain Blue. Yeah, huh? it looks amazing. It looks sick. Uh, so, hey, two guys. Huge shout out to these two guys. I love them both. Jack Hughes, 100 career NHL goals. He's having a year so far. Um, I actually got to watch an Instagram video. Someone just put up all his 100 goals. He, he's been sick since he started. Like, I mean, we gave him, I questioned the deal when he got it because he was hurt, hadn't played many games, but this kid is just swag, swag, swag. I got a little stick that I gave to Beckham, a Jack Hughes stick, so he's fired up. Um, and then Jack Eichel, 10-game point streak, buzzing right now, set a Vegas record for point streaks. Um Playing well, like you said, a guy that's going to be in uh, in the talks for the Selkie this year. Look, yeah, he's a playing unbelievable at both ends of the rink, and Vegas has just been buzzing. So shout out to the two Jacks. Love everything about Vegas, but they continue to wear these gold helmets. I, I don't like. Uh, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, one. Thank God they won in them. Yeah, 
Uh, they beat the Flames in them. I had the I had the Vegas, but yeah, Jack. I mean, to me, Ike's is right down, no brainer, the Selkie winner. And last but not least, our boy Alex Killorn starting to heat up for the for the Ducks. Five points in five games. Get this guy a beer. Listen, he missed time. When you miss time in the NHL, and you're a veteran guy, especially coming to a new team, it takes time to get your fucking shit going. Listen, I've watched the Ducks play a lot in the last week and a half. Killer looks like the guy that played in Tampa, so good for him. He's getting lots of opportunity, power play. Playing on the top line right now. Listen, they got Zegris, McTavish, Drysdale. Fuck, who else they got out? They got a bunch of guys out. Out, yeah. I mean, their top line center out. right now is Adam Henrik. Wow. Maybe we should lace them up. Did you watch any video from uh, from Aspen? Me and you were buzzing. They got your goal on Instagram. I know, Max. Well done, by Max, the way, Max. Hey, eh? it was a stinker. He made it 8-2. You made him look like he got the game winner. Hey, you and Flowers in the bench, eh? Hey, fuck you up, Shaw. Last goal wins. And then I went in and just buried one. Max, well done. Good videography. Just looking out for you, Updog. Thanks, buddy. Killer, keep it going, buddy. Get these guys a beer. A holiday season. Get a blue light in you, fellas. Updog, my man. The bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know. Like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys. Teeing it up. Going to music festivals. Everything is better with the bat blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. We like to give them out, but we like to just put you on the milk cart too. We're going to yeah. put guys on the milk cart right now. And listen, this, is, uh, th- this isn't going to be a, a negative thing either because I'm going to touch on this right now. Oh, Alex Ovechkin, 1,500 points. Congrats last week. But... Going 12 games without a goal and only five goals in 28 games this year. We want this guy to stay hot. Yeah. You got to get him back. We got we we need 70 more. Like we got to let's start pumping that puck in the net again. Start feeding him on that top that right side and let's let him score some big goals again and get him back. So yeah, and listen, I I I wanted to put him on the milk card because I want to get him going, which sometimes the old cart and curfew bump does. Listen, one of two things: the Caps need him. They're in yeah. the playoff hunt right now. They're hanging tough, and he's only got five goals. And I was just sitting there watching games the other day and, or last week thinking, what, what? The league's missing something. So I looked up Ovechkin's goals, and it was I'm like, I, I miss seeing this guy score. Yeah. I miss seeing his celebrations. I miss seeing him kiss and pump the sky. Like, I, I know we all we all get old ups. I'm not ready for Ovi to be done just yet. I, <laughs> I miss him scoring goals. So, Ovi, we're putting you on the milk cart with love, buddy, to hopefully get you going. Yeah. But his teammates need him up. They're yeah, in the I playoff hunt. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. They're proving me wrong. They've been playing hard. They're getting good goaltending. Your boy from Camper. Uh, Camper. I don't even know if he's the starter. I think they're playing the other Ah, well, whatever. They got a nice duo there, but yeah. they're playing well. No, I haven't, I haven't watched a lot of Caps games. Uh, but, Ovi, get going for the boys here. And last but not least, uh, I love Billy Garrett. I think he's one of the best GMs in the in the league, and I'm sure this wasn't his decision. You know John Hines better than me. But listen, Mark Andre Fleury's maybe last opportunity to go into Pittsburgh. I don't give a I don't care if you got a plan or you you, you start the kid. You start Fleury, not the kid. You start Flower. He's yeah. God. This is disrespectful to me as an ex player when I heard it, it put a sour taste in my mouth. There was fans of the game with, with Mark Andre Fleury signs. They wanted to see him. You lost the hockey game anyways, up dog. This is the stuff, come on. Coaches be better than this. This guy deserves to start if that's his last time going into pit for the rest of his life. This is this is Marty Broder going back to New Jersey in the last year of his career not playing. This is you know, Patrick Waugh with the Avalanche going back to Montreal not playing. 
There's so much wrong with this, but I like John Hines. I just think plan or not, this is uh it was a mistake and you're on the milk card. Yeah. <laughs> well fucking well said. I'm ending it with that. Well said, up dog. That's the milk cart, Bella. Listen, let's go around the National League a little bit here, up dog. Uh your former team, the St. Louis Blues, have been in the headlines. You know, Chief went they fired Chief. Uh, we all wish him the best. He'll bounce back. Jordan Cairo situation. Listen, when he was crying on his interview after the game, I didn't really know what to think. I, I didn't love it. I'll be honest. I didn't love it. Right? You know, you're making a lot of money. There, there's two times you should cry in your career. When you lose in the playoffs and when you clear waivers. Those two times you could cry. Your, your, or when you win. Or when you win like Tamo did. Then you cry. And then I seen after the game on the weekend, he played unbelievable. The fans were going crazy. He said, I fucking love playing this town. So I, I don't know what to think of this situation up, Doug. What's your thoughts on a guy who played in that city? Well, I I don't know Jordan Cairo. He was a draft pick when we were there. He played in the minors. Um, you know, I got a ton of buddies that that have played with him. He's making a lot of money now. Yeah. He's now looked upon as supposed to be a guy that that steps up and makes big plays and produces and uh is a professional. And what I felt like was when the news came out about Chief uh, and then Jeremy Rutherford interviews this, you know, this Jordan Cairo after pregame skate before a game, and he happens to be asked, you know, it was public knowledge that your relationship wasn't great with Chief. Would you like to elaborate on that? Um, and then this kid's comments of, I have no comment. He's not my coach anymore. Yeah. Whether or not that's a mistake on his part of just saying that, you're... The, the the honest and most easiest answer is to say, yeah, we we d didn't see eye to eye. You know what? Totally. There, were, there were things in my game you didn't like, and there were that's things, a professional. Way there were things way. down the road that um, that obviously we butt heads. We didn't see eye to eye, and and now I have a fresh start. Different that the comments is where everyone had a problem because in context, your words matter, and this went out to the masses, and it took only two or three hours for people to actually see this headline, and it's. Nothing against Jeremy Rutherford. He's doing his job. He's a great reporter. I love the guy. This is this is now just on you. So I, I don't feel bad at all because, you, you know, you said it. And treat it as a learning experience. We've all had them. This is just something like you have eight years there. You have eight years. People don't easily, you know, take criticism. The chief played the game, played hard. You knew what you are going to get. Chief got this kid ultimately a position on this team to play power play, to score goals, to come out from the minors. So did Doug Armstrong. And these comments were a shot at both of those guys. And now, you know, you go from, you go from after pregame skate thinking you're the shit yeah. to having a bad night because everyone boos you crying Yeah. to, you know, the next day you have a chance to get back and prove yourself again. And he did. And I'm glad he took advantage of that. And then the fans coming on. I love the interview after. Yeah. I thought it was great. Pretty you cool. spoke from your heart. Now, hopefully, they forget you. But but just a a lesson for all these kids out there, younger guys, older guys. You know, treat these, treat the coaches, treat the GMs, treat them all with respect because words matter. And you know, at the end of the day, you know, Chief wasn't going. On, Chief gets fired. He's not, you know, burying you. He's done, no. that's not his thing. Why why would he bury you? It's a that's not. And I'm not saying you buried him, but just the comments, bro. No, you're right. You're right. And anyway. the, the way you answer is the way he should answer it. I will leave it at this. I don't know Jordan Cairo. If you think you're playing hard enough, play a little harder. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't think you'll have any problems with the fans of St. Louis. So interesting situation up there. You went from crying to swearing to love the crowd. Good on the Blues fans for giving them. It's just it's a great sports city. I would just say play a little bit harder, kid. You'll be okay. Kid that plays hard. Listen, Ryan Lindgren, I love this guy. 55, Swedish kid, plays for the Rangers. He's usually dishing it out. Fella, keep your fucking head up here, man. <laughs> like, you, you, three games in a row, he got hit by McCabe, McGinn, and Pasternak got him twice. Pasternak might get suspended. I don't know if it came out yet or not. But listen, boys, and everyone in the league, guys that listen to Mr. Curfew or guys that don't, whatever, keep your head up, fellas. You can't get railroaded three times in one week up, dog. <laughs> I know. I mean, come on, bud. I know, unless you're asking if, for it. Unless, unless you're just like someone, it's been a rough week, someone just nailed me. Or unless he was at Christmas parties all week in Manhattan. Yeah. So like, oh, well, geez, he might have been there. Was he at that club with me? Maybe. He might have saw him. <laughs> yeah. saw him. But listen, Lindgren, I, I, listen, buddy, I love your game. I love your number. For everyone in the league, fellas, keep your head up here and continue playing physical guys out there. I love it, but you got to get your head up. I just wanted to touch on it with the up dog. Uh, the missing curfew hot seat, I put DJ Smith on there last week. Uh, I'm not happy this worked out the way it did. I just told you, Uppy, after watching Ottawa play the last couple times, I watched him play in Vegas two nights ago. I, I figured he was fired after that. DJ Smith, I wish you the best, buddy. I think you will bounce back. Fucking turn back the clocks here. No. Jacques Martin. I didn't even know that guy was still around. 71 he, years old. He's been their assistant coach, but I had no idea. I love the move bringing Daniel Alfredson in on the coaching. Oh. To me, this is what... Talkit did in uh, in Vancouver with Adam Foot and with um, hit me with the D coach. Hit Sergey Gonchar, best shot. Sergey Gonchar. Sergey Gonchar. So again, and this is just what we're talking about with McDaniel's. It's like these guys, there shouldn't be the big separation gap. Um, Daniel Alvarez is not too long away removed from the game. He's a well respected guy amongst, I'm sure, the guys in their locker room, the city, the fans. So I think it's a great move there. This is obviously interim. It's, I, I hope I'm not watching Jacques Martin coach for five years. Are we? Well, he's somebody no, wanted. Yeah. So there's no chance. Like it's time to you know, let's let's bring a, let's breed another young guy to come in and coach. But you've been always a DJ Smith fan. Yeah. Um, but time was up. He was on the hot seat last week. It was your seat was burning. You had the you had the monkey butt going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know we wish him the best and and the guys had much respect for him. Right. So that's. At the end of the day, when you leave this game or you leave a team like that, because coaches get hired, you get fired. You just want to know that you pl- you you know you gave it everything you got. And your teammates respected you. Yeah, you teed me up. Or first of all, I'm with you on Daniel Alverson. Daniel Alverson, everything you said, I agree with. I think Jacques Martin will help with their structure, and I think there's going to be a point where they wish these guys had D- wish they had DJ yeah. Smith back. And boys, Brady, Batherson, these beauty kids I've gotten to know, use this, boys. Listen, you're 12 points out right now. You got games in hand. You played the least amount of games. Fellas, nobody's giving you a chance. Prove them wrong. Stick it up their fucking ass. Come out here and play hard. Enjoy your holiday season, but it's time to get going now, up dog. But I'm with you on Alfredson. I think that's a great move. So yeah. uh, sticking with around the National League here, uh, our boy down in South Florida, Matty Kachuk. I just want to read a little quote that he had. There's so much belief in what we're building here. No one person is more important than the next. I'm not going to give up what we're trying to build here to cheat for a little more more offense. That's not the way it works here. We've built an unbelievable culture. I, when I read this, man, I was like, yeah, I yeah. texted him right away. I said, mm-hmm. fella, that's that's what it's all about. Shout out to Paul Maurice, Sylvain Lefebvre, D coach, one of my favorite coaches of all time. They are building something, and they're in great shape. I watched them play Calgary last night. Tough loss. Outplayed them, should have won. But, Uppy, you know this more than anyone because you've rehabbed. Chucky was hurt all summer. 
give this guy Cats fans. It's okay where he's at right now. He's already had his 100-point season last year and the year before. Let him get healthy. Let him get going. I think they're sitting in a great place. But if my best player is saying that, Uppy, if I'm Paul Maurice, I love where my club's going. Two two things here is, uh, first off, what I said about Jordan Cairo, this is what you need to like understand. Like the, These are quotes that come from the heart. And when someone's giving you so when someone's giving you shit, like whether it's the media or the fans or whatever, like understand the game a little bit more, right? Like this, Manny Kachuk understands that they have a great team, that they're going to have ups and downs. He's personally not going to be, you know, uh, offensive, you know, an offensive threat every night after 100 points last year, right? But he knows that the grind day to day, showing up, playing hard, grinding through his own personal stuff to yeah. be the, you know, to to suck it up. It's like. It's like showing up on the bus when you, you know, the team wins seven nothing. You didn't get any points, and everyone's happy, and you're grumpy. I hate those guys. It's it's they're, they're, they're the though. worst. I know they're the worst, but that's that's kind of the game that we're that we're involved in. And the more guys you have, like Maddie Kachuk, uh, the better your group is. Now, Paul Maurice is the second part of this. Is what I want to talk about. Paul Maurice, the way he speaks, is exactly this the this reflection of what you're getting from Maddie Kachuk. Right, hundred percent. He's he's day-to-day relying on these guys to understand that it's, it is culture and it is 82 games a year and that we're building to that ultimate goal of winning the Stanley Cup and you can't get there with just personal you know, like personal success. So, you know, I, I, I look at that, Obi, when I read that yesterday, I, I immediately thought, wow, this this group understands and it's uh, and the, those are the teams you, uh, you want to play for and those are the teams you want to, you know, see go go deep. 100%. Well said, my man. And if, hey, listen, DraftKings future bet, Maybe tickle the Panthers right now to win the Eastern Conference and maybe get back to Stanley Cup Finals. I don't know what their odds at right now, but I like where they're sitting. Last but not least here around the National League up dog, Leo Carlson for, first of all, let me say this. I don't know if I said it. I, I was wrong about this kid. I only watched him play World Juniors, but this kid is the real deal. Love his 91, love his style. Um, the other night against New Jersey, they gave him a healthy scratch for load managing, which is a word that I don't think should be anywhere brought near the NHL. We all know what happened in the NBA with it. So, I want to see this is what this is Pat Verbeek's quote. I want him to be a horse in the second half of the season, so we're going to manage his game for the next couple of months. Now, if you're going to manage his body because he's banged up, if he, if he's got a bad groin or his back's in one or his hips and the longevity of his career, okay. But if you're just giving this kid a fucking night off because you don't want him to, you know, eat a minus two or minus three, I don't agree with that. If this kid's a second overall pick, put him in the fight. If he's healthy, put him in the fight every single night. That's how you build character up, dog. He was only out one night. He was back in last night against Detroit. But for me, unless it's for longevity of his body, that's that's another thing because this is a franchise player. But just to give him a night off for load management mentally to me, which I think this is what it is. I could be wrong. I don't like it ups. Yeah, I would say that there's probably things in Leo's game that are starting to show and that that's why this is being addressed the way it is. I, I would say if Leo's... If Leo's a guy that every night is is getting better, or if his struggles are just like maybe fighting the puck a little bit here and there, like fine. But there's got to be something that they're seeing, Obi, because I look back when I was, you know, when I'm a first rounder or, you know, you look at other guys kind of coming up. I wish teams would just be like, ah, fuck, just go play. Just go play. Just go play. You kind of create all these bad habits and part of me thinks that these bad habits are creeping into his game and he's yet to be a pro and play 82 game plus seasons, right? Like, so 
the, the load management comment, though, why not just say he's got the night off, his game hasn't been as good as it should be, and you know what? We're last couple games of the of the road trip. We need we you know we want to win. Yeah. I just load management. Shut up. Yeah. No, I don't mean <laughs> shut up. But what, you no, know, no, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, it, you know, it, it, if the kid needs a couple days to to look at his game from up top, you know what that does? It kind of pisses you off, gets a little piss and vinegar in your game, and then you usually come out of it on, on on the head. That's the worst thing too, by the way, is when you get scratched and yeah. then the next game you play great because the coach just knows that you can be scratched all the time. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, come on. And I get what you're saying from, and then there was times during my career where I was like, sit this fucking guy down. But this so, guy, you, this you, guy wish, there, you wish there was more accountability. This guy is second overall. This guy is this future of the franchise. I know. So, so show me his last 10 games. Well, he's got eight goals, seven assists, 15 points in 22 games. He's minus five. So I bet you his last five games, though, he's probably minus one, minus two. And unfortunately, like that's creeping into his game. Or maybe you got caught going out in New York, and they just said, "Have a seat, kid." Against the Rangers, oh, yeah, you're 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 onto something here. Against Winnipeg at home, he was minus two. Yeah. In the uh, Island, he was minus one, and the Rangers, he was even. Steven. he's playing about 17, 18 minutes a night. I'm just I know you're you're how you're saying it. I'm talking it from a building building a yeah, character. Building. Yeah. The Swedish kids come over. He seems like a great kid. The boys love him. We should ask Killer about him. But don't, like, he, get out of the fight. Get out there. You want to finish off this nine-game road trip? We're playing Jersey, then we're going to the Motor City. And you got to be a big fucking reason why, kid. Don't don't give him that. Go sit up top and fucking I get a workout in. I don't know. When, when it's this good of a kid and he's yeah. learning how to play the North American game. Yeah. But, hey, I'm not a GM. I got a podcast <laughs> with my best buddy. So, anyways, up dog. Love it, buddy. The rundown's a uh, favorite part of my week. Max Miller, way to play a hurt fella. boy, Get the liquid IV in you. Uh, up dog, that was missing curfew, fellas. Fella, we got to talk about Jagermeister. No chirping, no running its mouth. Let's just talk about the confidence on these guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella. But they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case, how the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great question. Ice cold, fella. At zero degrees Fahrenheit, to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it, my man. That's all they want to tell you. Damn, that's cold. Just remember to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume, imported by Mast Jagermeister U.S., White Plains, New York.